they would have had to fight. But but the, the, the issue is they had the victory already. They had the word of God already. They had the promises of God already. And they refused to listen. A crying nation started with a whisper. Ooh, let me say that again. A crying nation started with a whisper. What did the Bible say? They came back murmuring or mumbling. I don't think we, we can't do this, man. We, we saw them people in there and all them giants up in there. Look, at, man, we grasshoppers, man. We just, we just got out of Egypt. Now we talking about taking over this thing right here? And they're silent soft mumblings left them out of the promise. How many times have you let those little small things hold you back from your promise? You got a big promise and a small problem. And you let the small problem rob you of your big promise. Thank you, believe I will. You got a big promise and a small problem, and you let the small problem rob you of your big promise. End quote. <laughs> I got it waiting for you, but you, you're looking at little sister girl over here that's getting on your nerves and it make you act unseemly, and, or you're looking at this family member who they say is the wise one of the family who ain't never had nothing, but you look at them anyway. And, and, and so now you miss your promise. Somebody say, not this time. <laughs> Maybe yesterday, but not today. Not this time. I'm not going to lose my promise, uh, my big promise, my, my blessing to open the windows of heaven blessing because of this small, minute problem. Preach, Holy Ghost. I, I, I can't do it. it. It doesn't make any sense. And if you were to tell anybody that, it wouldn't make sense to them either until they're the ones dealing with it. I don't see how she let him do so-and-so and so-and-so. I don't see why she walked off that job and so-and-so and so-and-so. And then you do the same thing next month. Girl, I felt you. I tell you the truth. I, I know what you're going through. That's all right. The Lord got me. No, the Lord had you. You know, you, you, you got, you, you, it, it took favor for you to get there. And you gave up your favor because somebody made you mad. Poor thing. Someone made you mad. Then you don't even know who it is. You just say, somebody said, who, who is somebody? <laughs> okay. 
Israel was right there at the at the gate the first time. They they were there. They were they were ready to take over the promise. The Lord has already delivered it into their hands, and they couldn't take it. Moses was sitting right there, ready. And he allowed the people to get on his nerves. To the point that he hit the Holy Ghost. Notice that 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 they had to and so all of them had to be wiped out. Uh uh Israel and Moses had to be wiped out. What does that represent? It represents the form of thinking. I want you to look at at at, at Moses and the, the old generation of is of Israel as your previous life. Your previous thought process. Whenever God gets ready to bless you and enhance you, something's got to die. Something. I didn't say someone. I said something has to die. Whenever change happens in your life, something has to die. If you're going to be the the husband uh, that you need to be to your wife, that old man has to die. If you're going to be that wife that God sent me, something has to die. If you're going to be an entrepreneur, your thought process that you used to think with has to die. It has to die. You can't go into new things with old thinking. Look at this. Look at, I mean, you, it's proven in society. People who still think, you know, who still, you know, if, if, you got a, if you got a millionaire running a business and he's still trying to find a pay phone to make phone calls, he in trouble. I have to change my thinking. That old person has to die. Whatever was in that old person can't go with me in, into this new land. That old thought, that slave mentality. That's what kept them out. That slave mentality. Want to be hand fed. That got to go. Oh, God, can I go deep? And, and, so now, and so now the church has become like the old generation. Instead of being like the Joshua generation, they have reverted back to the old generation to where they just want everything easy. If 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 I can if if Lord if the God if God wants me to have it then He'll just give it to me. He'll just He'll just give He'll just you know if God want me to have that car He'll just park it in my driveway and I'll walk out my door and it'll have a big ribbon on it and I'll just get the keys and drive in it. Not saying that somebody can't bless you, but we got to get out of the mentality of if, if you know, we use that, we use it as a, an escape goat. If God really want me to have it, he'll just give it to me. No, God wants you to have it, and he gave you the ability to get it. Are y'all getting something out of this? 
I see y'all looking at, but, but, but we, had, we, we, got, we got to get, we got to change our thinking. So Moses had to die because he, 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 w- he wasn't in the right frame of mind to go into the promised land. The old generation of Israel had to die because they would not line up with the word of God. They were still thinking about Egypt when God was trying to take them to possess their own. Are you still going to sit there and settle for Egypt because you're afraid to get what God has for you? You know, people always say, Lord, I want you to bless me mightily. But, but truth be told, some people are afraid to be blessed. Some, you know, as, as, as dumb as this sounds, but it's so true, some people are afraid to be happy. How do you know that? Because when they get blessed, they don't tell nobody. Why they don't tell nobody? Because they, you know, I ain't want no just in case something happens. You know, you know, your, your mom used to tell me you don't want to celebrate too much, you know, because something, if something good happens, you know, something right around the corner bad going to happen. And all that foolishness. Is God senile? Is he bipolar? So you think he going to give me something and then take it away? <laughs> well, I tell you, you know, don't get too happy. Just enjoy it while you got it. You know, if the Lord wants you to continue to have it, you know, but just just be grateful right now. Just You can sit around there and think about Egypt. I'm going to get my promise. Tell your neighbor, I'm going to get my promise. Something has to die. It ha- you have to die. Uh, uh, 2 Corinthians uh, 5 and 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old has gone. The new has come. We were talking about this a little bit this morning. We've been discussing it for a while. But, you know, I I have to have the mind of Christ. Those who are led, uh, uh, those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The children of God. So I have the mind of God. God said I had more than just some, some bricks or a little hut in Egypt. He called me to ownership. You can't possess anything unless you're ready mentally. Oh, well, I mean, I got a million dollars in what? Yeah, and if you're not ready mentally, you will lose it. Ain't got no dollars. Um, just a little bit. You you won't have anything. If you're not ready mentally, if you 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 got to be ready. And the reason you're not ready is because two things, two one or two things. Either either you you haven't matured in the spirit or you're scared. Have you let fear grip you? Have you let have you let the fear of failure grip you? 
Have you let the fear of what people may say about you grip you? Have you let the fear of what your family may say about you grip you? With this, uh, the anointing that God wants to give you, have you, al have you allowed the fear of what the enemy might, may try to do to you grip you? Your anointing and your prosperity is connected. Okay, let me say that again. Your anointing, your destiny, your prosperity is connected. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in good health, even as what? Your soul prosper. He didn't write that on accident. How long are you going to be robbed of who you are and whose you are? How long are you going to keep going to the enemy and just throwing down your weapon and saying, I surrender? I can't make it. I don't want this problem. Some of us, we just too lazy to fight. I don't, I just don't, I don't want to deal with it. It has to die. You can no longer operate in, in the old Israel format. You must operate in this new generation. You can't be Moses. You got to be Joshua. Joshua, Joshua, there's a scripture, I, and, and it's, it's, some, it's Joshua, uh, I can't remember the exact chapter, but they're getting ready to fight Jericho, and he sees a man, who he perceived was a man, uh, he saw a man, and he ran up on him and said, are you with me, or against me, and found out he was talking to the angel, he said, neither, but I'm here as a captain of the Lord's army. And Joshua fell down on his face and began to worship. And but but the, what I want to show you is he, Joshua wasn't nothing to play with. He wasn't scared of nothing. He run up on you quicker. Who you with? And what we do, as soon as we see a shadow, we just. Is he going yet? Be strong and tell your neighbor, be strong and courageous. But without faith, turn to Hebrews 11, 6. Or I'll turn there if you can't get there. Hebrews 11 and 6, and it says, and without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he is uh, and that he rewards those who earnestly seeks him. But without faith, it is impossible, impossible, impossible to please him. But without faith, it is impossible. So if you're living in fear, you can't be in faith. And if you're, if you're in fear, you can't please God. What are you doing? 
if we could take the mask off, if we could just get out of this, take this, I, I wish there was some way we could just clear the, the, the paint, take all the, the pictures down, take the, the, the pool pit down, take all, the, all these masks and see what's really under all this. You know, we don't wear a lot of suits around here, at least I don't. Uh, but if we could just be naked for a minute. All these people who talk about they believe God and, and, and you know, oh, I, I trust God. Okay, let's see. What's behind that face you put on? What's behind the face that you put on? <laughs> Death has to happen for change to come. And, and so, so once they got, so once uh, Joshua was around and, and the old generation had died out, then they were able to possess the promised land. Once all the, all the old generation, all the faithless people, Some of you, the reason why you haven't received what God really has for you is because you still have faithless people around you. And you let them do you like they did Moses. You let them frustrate you to the point that you look at God like he crazy. And you're saying, Lord, why, why haven't you blessed me yet? I've been faithful, but you don't understand you have been faithful when you were by yourself. But when you get around people, you turn. Your faith decreases and your flesh rise up. And so you can't really get what God has for you because you refuse to let go of people. Thank you. Believe I will. You, <laughs> you can't, uh, Lord, you can't get what God has for you because you refuse to let go of people. And I'm not saying this as something in my notes, but I'm telling you what I'm hearing right now. Ali, I don't know who it's for, but whatever. If you just let go of people and surround yourself with God, you'll see your change come. It's not that God hadn't heard your prayer. He heard your prayer. But you got to let go of people. Amen. Amen. Loose it and let it go. First Peter, turn to First Peter. Somebody shout, not this time. I don't care what the enemy tell you. The enemy try. You know something? The enemy. 
Vietnamese tries all the time to, to, to speak something in my ear. And all the time I had to tell him, no, that's this. I ain't trying to hear that. The moment he says something, I come back with the word. You got to. If you allow the enemy to keep speaking into your mind and you don't uh, 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 fight against that or, or put the word on that, it'll just sit there and marinate. And then you be sitting there on the edge of the bed talking about, I, just, God, I don't know why I feel the way I feel. Because you allow the enemy to get in your ear and you never spoke to that spirit. So now I done sat there and marinated all night. And then you wake up depressed. You don't even know why you're depressed. Or you wake up and you felt like you ain't slept at all because the enemy's been talking in your ear all night. Amen. First Peter. First Peter chapter 2. It says, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you, you are the people of God. Once uh, you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Dear friends, I urge you as aliens and strangers in the world to abstain from sinful desires which war against your soul. Live such good, live, uh, live such good lives among the pagans that they, uh, though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day that he visits us. So in verse 9, he says, you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into your wonderful life. You were created for God's glory. Everything about you was created for God's glory. You are not to be a sad story. You, was, you were created for God's glory. You, you, your, your life was made. You were born just to give God glory. Is God getting glory out of your life? He said you're a royal priesthood. Do you understand what that means? Now, it, 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 when you think of royalty, you must understand that royalty uh, are very prosperous people. And not only are they prosperous, but they're powerful. You're a royal priesthood. How dare you let the enemy take your royalty? How dare you to how dare you submit to something that's beneath you? What you begging for? When you're a royal priesthood. Why are you sitting there talking about, I don't know if the Lord want me to have it. Of course he wants you to have it. You were, you were created for his glory.
a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of the darkness into the wonderful light. Once you were not a people, now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Dear friends, I urge you as aliens and strangers in this world to abstain from the sinful nature which wars against your soul. Abstain from the sinful nature that wars against your spirit. What is the sinful nature? It's not sex. It's not alcohol. It's not cussing. It's anything that doesn't line up with the word of God. Anything that fights to get, God, to get God's glory. He said abstain from it. I know we like to point, we like to point at certain sins, and, and some of us, we still got that mentality of big sin, little sin. But anything that does not glorify my God, I must abstain from it. Whether that be fear, whatever it may be. If it, if it, if it dims the light on my God, I can't have it. It's the job of the enemy to put your light out. But anything that tries to tarnish my God's reputation, my God's light, his reputation, I can't have it. I refuse to allow the enemy to look like he got victory. Those who are led by the spirit of God are the children of God. I think every child in here, if they love their parents, would say anything that makes my daddy or my mother look bad, I can't have it. Got a reputation. And so if you want that from your children, why would you not give God the same? But I didn't do nothing. I didn't sleep with nobody. No, but you didn't believe him when he told you who you were. You sat on it. You put the light out yourself. You're supposed to have been in ministry, but you put the light out yourself because you let fear grip you and made the Lord look shame. Really? Yes, really. You let fear grip you. But without faith, it is impossible. Isn't that what it said? It's impossible to please him. And so every moment you sit there in fear, and every moment you don't possess. See, see, the blessing just ain't for you. It's just so that you may minister to the, to the world to show the power of God. It's not about you. I don't think nobody in here would be that selfish to think it's all about them. It, it ain't all about you, baby. It's about God. And every time you doubt God, you displease him. And you give the enemy power. 
I'm I'm done. But um, I, I saw my wife over there, and uh, she just said. Hey, this is Brother Dre from Day 41 Ministries, and I just want to take this time to say thank you. Thank you for all the support we have received. Our goal here at Day 41 Ministries is to reach the world with the word and make an impact in our community. So for those of you who have been spreading the word about us, continue to help us grow this ministry. We are kingdom minded for kingdom people. And again, I just want to say thank you.